The following episode was recorded live on YouTube. Check out our website at messagecenter.show for all of our episodes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 237 of the Microsoft 365 Message Center Show Change Agents. I feel uh, like we should have... Thanks, champ. <clears throat> we should have jackets and, you know, with a nice change agent, you know, logo and... Yeah, and badges. I mean, because yes, you're the badges. land of badges, right? And We don't yeah. need no stinking badges. Um, so today we thanks for everyone for allowing us to take a little bit of time off uh, last week, uh, extend the holiday. But today we have some interesting updates. I'm really liking uh, one of the SharePoint updates that we're going to talk about uh, today. But uh, before we get into that, before we do any of that kind of stuff, make sure you're following us on all the social 365 MCS Make sure you hit the thumbs up. I'm going to do it right now live. Boom. Hit the thumbs up on YouTube or LinkedIn or the audio podcast. Hit a like. Make sure you are following us um, and subscribe to us on, on the podcast. That would be wonderful. And we'll, uh, we'll appreciate it. And thank you for it. Now, we'll take a moment of thanks. <laughs> We'll just we'll just deliver quality in our delivery. Right. Yeah, yeah. We will That's do it. that. Look at all our, our friends that are joining us live again. It is pretty cool, isn't it, that we can do these yes. things live and have a chat and bring comments on the screen and questions and stuff. We actually enjoyed that last time. It was um, Humina uh, who had a question. We brought that on screen and have, have a discussion about it. So, you know, do drop in your questions or your comments about the things that we discuss uh, and one that we sort of want to start off with, Daniel. Uh, um, well, let me put it this way. Last week, we didn't manage to pull off the show. We were going to record, and we had some recording issues. So we've saved up some of the messages from the week before. I, I just had yes. to say that. Yes, and I so Sandy and Joanne and Heidi and Shafina, thank you so much for being here. Uh, I agree with you. It is so nice to see friendly faces in the chat. And if you're listening and you're not part of the live chat, join us. We're live every Monday or and, and slash Tuesday, depending on where you are <laughs> in the world. Yeah. So let's jump into it. Yeah. Daryl, let's talk about this new amazing information architecture that OneDrive has. For in OneDrive iOS. iOS. Yeah, we, we kind of uh, pulled this apart and then the recording didn't work, but it's it's interesting. Uh, this is MC357317. Uh, a, a good message really about changes in OneDrive for iOS, but don't worry, don't panic. It is not a change in information architecture. There are not new ways of tagging content or organizing it. It is more about surfacing great features that are probably just tucked away that you don't really use much within OneDrive for iOS. Um, it has been updated since, uh, really just around the delivery, but it's a, a message that was also letting us know this has already started to roll out. Uh, it started uh, rolling out uh, early March. So what are we looking at? Um, I do want to blow this up a bit, even though it wasn't a great image, Daniel. So we'll try and, yeah, wow. It's like in witness protection, isn't it? It's uh, 
nice just and blurry. difficult to yeah. see yeah um over on the left i will describe to you and for the podcast listeners uh, we have a before state where you have OneDrive, and if you wanted to get to anything interesting while you had a document open or you're working with a file you would tap the three dots the more button the ellipsis button and whatever you want to call it um and it would come down with a, a menu of all sorts of things like print and available and offline and open in another app and what the new uh state of ios onedrive will be is some of those features will be available along the bottom as a bar toolbar uh, and you can swipe that up like a tray and you'll see more options uh, for that particular file that you're working with and it will vary depending on the file but daniel you you called it out last time we did the recording this feels familiar yeah. doesn't it it does a lot of apps mobile apps are now doing this and moving their navigation to the bottom because when you're holding your phone, it's a little bit easier to get that thumb down there to uh, swipe up and, and get that information. Mm. Uh, now, I think the trick will be, right, Daryl, is if everything is moving its navigation, if everything is moving its functionality and actions down there, then will they get in the way of, you know, mm. iOS even actions down there? Yeah. Well, um, <clears throat> I quite like them down there, and uh, I mean the the feature has arrived. Uh, I just wanted to also call out to some of the the different scenarios that um, they did have a nice table here. Let's make this a bit easier to see. Um, where you might be working on a office document, a PDF, an image, and it will have some of those different choices based on on the uh, the file that you're working with. Um, I think it is going to be helpful. Uh, to to see that that option um but yeah you might want to notify your users about this thing that has already arrived if it has not then it will be by the end of may um like it don't like it let them know and uh i expect to see something similar coming to onedrive for android as well Daniel, you know what you could do well um, tell me to find out if people liked it or love it, you can have them fill out a form, maybe even starting with a template. Yeah, why not? Uh, tell us about it. So <laughs> the next one is forms. Enable templates for commercial users, MC358532. And this is Microsoft giving us templates to start off with when we're creating forms in Microsoft Forms. Um, and in the title, it talks about commercial users that's trying to differentiate this between um, the plans that are EDU, so education plans versus all others. So begin rolling this out in late April, so in about now-ish um, in the next week, expected to be completed by late May. You'll be able to uh, see these templates that Microsoft is providing. And when you go in to create uh, a new one, you'll see uh, these various um, forms. So <clears throat> event surveys is one. Uh, being able to get uh, research surveys uh, is another template. The well-being and, and getting general feedback from your employees. And then basically how a, a template to gather information about business processes. To and I think this is a good improvement. I, I like having these templates and the idea of getting a starting point. Again, this is just going to be a starting point. You can modify these as you see fit. The education 
group, uh, those in the, with an education tenant are going to have temp templates, but they're going to be tailored to you for interaction with students and teachers and, and parents. So, um, I, no information or no, um, nothing needs to be done, you know, as far as action here, except maybe in education, it'd, it'd probably be nice after it's rolled out to, you know, show your users how they could use this to uh, fit in with your way of creating forms and doing surveys in your organization. Mm. Uh, Daryl, you, you like templates? I, I personally do, but do you like this idea of them providing us templates? Uh, I just think it's good that it's looking similar to every other thing that we use within the office experience. Like, go to Word, you'll see templates along the top and your most recent forms. Um, yeah, various other different documents as well. So good good approach. Uh, I actually don't really use forms a lot, but uh, I imagine this would be an improvement. Um, cool. Daniel, so, um, well, yeah. you know, I was going to say, you know, what mm. would be an improvement is less prompts from Microsoft. Yeah. <laughs> like even, even like you might notice this, everyone who does go to the Mesa Center occasionally, this puppy here, help and support is open, loud and clear, covering over the content every time. What am I being grumpy old men this morning? No, we're not. Yes. Um, move. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on with uh, the next one. This uh, I will celebrate once it's in place. Uh, temporarily disable Viva Connections first run experience and the desktop experience. Experience. I just thought I'd throw it in there for a third time. MC three five eight nine six two. This is of course talking about when it says desktop experience that you are running it from within Microsoft Teams or potentially browser. But either way, uh, I, I find that this is prompting me and taking me through, hey, this is Fever. You want to go through a tour? Here's a bubble to tell you all about it. This is where you'll find your new home for the internet. Good. Um, got that. Uh, no, don't tell me next time, but you will. Uh, so this, this currently is a problem. And uh, they are going to do something about it. <laughs> They're um, looking to make this change and turn this off uh, and, and try and retweak it so that we don't get um, nagged and bothered about uh, the first run experience. Um, good that it's running for people uh, when they first come in and haven't used Viva or Teams before or whatever, but yeah, it does need to, does need to turn off after that first time. Um, yeah, should be taking place mid-April, complete mid-May. They'll come back and fix it. That's all. It's just a short one. You got a short uh, message yeah. next to. Well, speaking of, of short message, this one is anonymous user support for live captions in Microsoft Teams, MC362756. And this is already rolled out. They apologize. I like it. You know, Microsoft's <laughs> apologizing for not communicating this change prior. But this is anonymous users being able to go to turn on live captions and see those uh, in meetings. And this is, I think, a really good step in making sure there's equality on on calls the, where people get the same experience, um, especially the experience of understanding what's going on in the meeting, right? Mm. So for those that <clears throat> either have uh, hearing issues or they are 
having um, a situation where they can't listen in right now, but they want to know what's going on in the meeting, uh, being able to turn those on, I think, is uh, a good plan. So I was actually just in a meeting this past week, and um, I had to step away to take a call um, really briefly. And I know it's bad, bad meeting etiquette, but I had to. And I was able to, you know, see that what's going on and what's being said in the transcript. And it was really nice to kind of keep up to up to step with what's going on, you know, inside the in the meeting itself. So this is coming to anonymous users in Teams or it is here now. We apologize. It's here now. Yes, we <laughs> apologize for bringing you yeah. features. An improvement to the experience. Yeah. And not telling you about it. Mm hmm yeah that's all right oh guess what daniel my favorite um and it's already updated but that's cool loop components in outlook mail preview mc360766 microsoft loop the um experience of being able to shift your collaboration around to different places is going to get a new place to shift to uh currently we've had microsoft loop in teams chat and teams conversations and meetings um loop being a place where you can add a component to a conversation and start to collaborate and co-author uh it will now be coming to outlook mail and this means that you can have the same kind of collaborative experience start it in an email or even copy a link to a loop so this is um uh well it says it's been updated um it's going to be coming up first of all to current channel preview in early May. Now, there is something interesting about this message, Daniel, and the roadmap item seem to be in a bit of conflict uh, of what's been delivered and when and to where, uh, that there's a new experience coming out for Outlook on the desktop in general, not just Outlook on the web. And they kind of look, they will look the same. Have you seen that? I have not seen it live. I have seen the showcase of it. Um, and, you know, my initial thoughts was, is that a, uh, you know, the progressive app? Mm. Uh, is that, I'm not saying it is because I haven't played with it, but that's what I saw. I'm like, you know, because we have a progressive app, other types of uh, services or using apps like Microsoft yeah. lists, for instance, you can have that progressive web app and, and use, utilize that app on your desktop. So is that what this is? I don't know. Mm. I, I really mm. don't. I'm not trying to be coy here. Um, so that'll be interesting. Um, I, I, I love outlook on the web. That's what I use every day. So, um, so yeah, it'll be interesting. And I, I it like, like these loop components coming. Yeah. Well, it looks like the, the experiences for Outlook are converging, and that's going to help with features like Microsoft Loop and other web-delivered features that um, will be able to come through. Now, Shafina has uh, pointed out one thing about uh, Loop arriving in Outlook, that it will help with increasing the adoption of Microsoft Loop. Uh, at the moment, it's just that silent little L, or no, not L, it's like a loopy kind of circle thing with a point how would I describe that? The loop logo um, down below the conversation um, box when you start or reply to a conversation, uh, it's going to be the same kind of experience with an email, uh, but um, it's probably going to be able to reach more people in the email. Now, 
last thing I'll say about this too, uh, I expect it will only still work for people internally. Um, so you'll see that little loop logo and it'll only work as you're sharing and collaborating on loop content between people. Um, Joanne has a good question there. Where will loop components be stored? Uh, I still expect that they'll be stored in OneDrive at this stage, um, particularly for Outlook, right? You're, it's you creating a, a loop um, from your experience and you're sharing it with people. Uh, we know that loop will eventually uh, also be available in a Microsoft team and that that file will be stored there. But lots to yeah. talk about there. Um, yeah. Small plug there for uh, the Minnesota user group um, workshop day. Uh, workshop days. Yeah, I've, I've got a, a 90 minute session on loop there. So take a look at that. Um, check it out. That's Friday uh, for us in this part of the, the world. That's Friday. Yeah. Yep. Um, so that's that's on its way. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. I, what I was going to say is that it's coming out to current preview for, for desktop, but it's also coming to Outlook on the web as well um, and should be arriving in general availability uh, beginning of June. Indeed. Yeah. All okay. right. Okay. So uh, this is the one I'm, I'm a bit excited about. Uh, it's, again, another templates message, but this is about SharePoint. So section templates now available in SharePoint Pages, MC361749. And this will be rolling out late April, so now-ish in the next week or so, um, to target a release, expected to end early May, and then standard mid-May through late May. So this is, uh, when you're doing a section on a SharePoint page, there will be templates available for you uh, to utilize so that you can do things like creating a uh, adding images so they're all aligned and they work really well for instance uh, in that section um, and in fact when you put them on there once those elements are on there you can uh, there will be uh, framed up uh, in the correct spacing and everything so one image is not bigger than the other for instance in the three by uh, and uh, of course, can remove stuff. It's not. It's a template, so it's not restricting you into how you can build these. Um, but you can have the ability to get a good start. So if you're, uh, you know, and I have been really creating a lot of um, templates actually in PowerPoint here recently, and it has the same kind of concept, right? Where a starting point for how you want to visually represent content for your users uh, so being able to not just have section uh, you know say I want a three column section or two column section or whatever I can have this template where it'll start off uh, number one I don't see uh, any sort of ability to customize these mm. um, so maybe in the future if people ask and the second thing is uh, I don't see a way to um, add new ones, which is kind of in the same vein of customization, but adding new ones for your organization, for instance, um, being able to specify, you know, I, I talk to a lot of organizations that kind of want some, uh, some familiarity with their pages, meaning um, they, they kind of look or feel similar 
Mm. They don't have to be the same, but have some similar qualities. So um, that'll be interesting to see if we can, if this will help with that. Certainly image centric. You know, the placeholders it are is. just for images. Um, I mean, I imagine that there'd also be other web parts you might want to put there with text below it. Hmm. Indeed. And I'm glad to see that Heidi is excited about this because I am too. Um, <laughs> she's more excited than she was for collapsible sections, yeah. which um, rightly so, I feel like. But um, I'm glad someone else is is, is excited about this too. Um, it'll be interesting to see where they go, if anywhere, with this. Mm. Like I said, around customization or creating your own to provide for um, within your organization. So... Good call. Um, yeah. Lastly, Daniel, this one, uh, uh, admittedly, it's not a feature I have used frequently. I did try it out when it came out. I did. Um, but did you know that you can feed a um, audio file to Word? Did I select this? Unlimited audio. There it is. Found it. <laughs> yeah. Wake up, Daryl. Um, unlimited audio minutes for web transcription Microsoft Word. You can feed a audio file to Word and it will transcribe it for you. MC362278. Uh, up until recently, it uh, there was a limit of 300 minutes per user per month. And uh, now they're changing that to unlimited minutes of live recordings. Um, now available. All right. So it's, it's something that you can go and do right now if you wanted to. Uh, I think it's trying to fill a gap where there are some services out there that, that will do this for you and then you can take the, the transcript or the words and put it into other things. But it makes sense to have it built into Word uh, as long as it does a good job. Um, but, yeah, we talked earlier about a message and um, anonymous transcription and to me, it's it's interesting that on one sense we we um, you know allow transcription, which is turning our words into uh, our audio into into words that we can read, um, and we were limiting that feature for for words. So I can see the two are kind of related. Let's make it free for people who are not part of our tenant. They're anonymous. They come along to a meeting. They get to read, um, and then we also get to see it. Uh, for free, no limits and word. Hmm. Yeah. And it's interesting, you know, on this one, it's, you have to request it and they kind of, it's in the language here, you know, of how it's going to, if you request access, then it'll be available for everyone. Um, and then it's, it, they're calling it a preview, although that wasn't mentioned in the title and it wasn't mm. mentioned anywhere until you get down here that basically, and I have a opinion on what's going on here, but, Basically, it's a preview experience, and they may turn it back on, right. meaning the limit, uh, with a, a way to purchase more. So the way they, it's kind of a, I don't know, uh, yeah. I was coming up with an analogy, but um, the, uh, <laughs> it's a way to get you hooked, and then, and then you're hooked, and now they're going to go, oh, well, you're uploading more, so here's our new, you know, premium version. I've. What I think happened, and this is, I'm guessing, okay, educated guess, but guessing that no one was using it. Uh, mm. I use, I've used it a few times, uh, but 
I, I feel like maybe it just was a service that wasn't being utilized. And so they're like, let's give it free to everybody. But we don't know if it's going to, you know, Microsoft really don't, you could think of the product team going, wait a minute, if we give it free to everyone and everyone starts using this other than, you know, they switch from a, pre, a paid service out there and comes mm. in and starts doing this here on our platform, this could go bonkers. And we could go from a service that's being underutilized to a service that's being overutilized. So we need to have, yeah. a, maybe we'll turn it back on, you know, and have a premium service later if it gets used a lot. But I've used it. Uh, it was it was pretty good. You can select if you want to put like speakers, you know, it'll have mm-hmm. a speaker uh, on there. Attribution. Yep. Attribution or not. Uh, so it has some options. Uh, so it, it is something that I looked into um but there was a limit and it was causing me some issues. But now that the you can request to not have a limit, you know, maybe mm. I'll, I'll... Yeah, well, uh, that that brings us to the end of the messages. The messages. Um, but thank you all who uh, did uh, join us and have uh, opinions and thoughts about it. Um, that's really what we really enjoy about um, bringing this to you live and having that kind of engagement is... Um, it's it's how we're experiencing it and the stories that we've got to tell that make things quite interesting. And um, thank you for coming along, Daniel. Um, remind us again, like how do we keep in touch? Well, we're at three six five MCS everywhere: Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Insta, everywhere. So not TikTok you can keep yet. It. Well, um, we'll fix that, but. Uh, <laughs> We first. <laughs> well, we're going to have uh, those that some of our listeners do some dancing uh, for us. On ah, that one. Yep. Right. So anyway, follow us. Please share the URL of this audio or video that you're listening to right now. Just go out and share it on your favorite social media platform. Tag us at 365MCS and we'll amplify your message and, and uh, amplify you. So we really appreciate you being here and uh, hope we were helpful and hope that uh, we can help in that change going on within the platform for your organization. See you again next week at 238. Bye for now. Bye.